0: Hello, friends. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast. Most leaders are burdened by complexity and exhaustion, and our organization exists for the sole purpose to help leaders like you by offering the perspective and tools that you need to lead with health, clarity, and confidence. Well, a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to do something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. I had the opportunity to go on a three-day sailing adventure on Lake Michigan. I was invited by a friend of mine. I used to coach to join him and two friends to embark on a sailing adventure across Lake Michigan from Holland, Michigan to Racine, Wisconsin, just south of Milwaukee. Now, sadly, our plans were altered due to my friend testing positive for COVID and having to push the trip back by a day. Unfortunately, my friend Couldn't join us, but I joined his two other friends for the trip, and instead of sailing across Lake Michigan, we decided to stay along the shoreline of Michigan and dock for the night in the harbor towns of Grand Haven and the following night at Muskegon. Now, despite my friend not joining us and altering the trip, we still had a blast. About a dozen years ago, my wife, my brother, and I spent a few hours sailing in my uncle's boat on the Tampa Bay. But, that was, uh, but this was a three-day adventure that was much more involved than I ever imagined. Did I have any idea what I was doing? Nope. But, but fortunately, we had Jeff at the helm, who's been a sailor for decades and who trains people to become captains. And another guy on our trip, Ben, who owns his own sailboat as well. Now, gratefully, Ben and Jeff were willing to teach this young buck a thing or two about sailing. The first thing I realized is that there is a lot more to sailing than I ever thought. So many details and so many things to know. In fact, there's a whole language I realized that I had no idea what they were talking about. Jeff would yell out orders to Ben and me. Ben knew what to do, but I had no idea what was going on. They would say things like, unfurl the jib or flake the mainsail. Ready about, come about, make sure you're falling off and we're going to do a breach run. Uh, We want to make sure to avoid the irons. We want to avoid the unplanned jibe at all costs. Lower the sails on the halyard and make sure you unclip the cleat over on the starboard side. Hang on to the line, but don't go past the bitter end. Then tie a bowline knot and hook the line to the cleat, then drop the fenders on the starboard side before we enter the slip. What? But eventually, after a few days, I caught on. (laughs) And Jeff and Ben, and especially Jeff, were really kind and patient enough to answer whatever question I had and to teach me the ropes, quite literally. Even the sayings that we use in our common parlance find their origins in sailing. Learning the ropes, taking the helm, trimming the sails, catching a second wind, the telltale signs, feeling the doldrums. You know, several lessons emerged, but here are a few that I wanna share with you. The first one was the no-wake zone. Pulling in the different harbor towns of Grand Haven and Muskegon, we entered the channel, and these channels are no-wake zone areas where boats must lower their speed so as not to cause wake to other boats or to cause erosion on the shoreline. It's hard to do, but necessary for long-term health in and out of the harbor and in and out of the channel. Now. A much repeated theme that we've talked about here in leadership is the need to have purposeful no-wake zones in our lives to ensure that we don't erode our souls or cause damage to ourselves or to other people. That was a big leadership lesson that remained with me during our time. The second is the idea of motor and wind. Now, there's a mixture of both of our roles with the motor and with the wind. There is the use of the wind and also the motor at specific times, especially going in and out of the channel, you must use your motor. Now, some say, uh, some have a saying that uh, you say, if you aren't carried away, why go? But Ted Loder said that while there's some truth in that, you also don't get carried away if you don't hoist your sails to the wind by doing the work of preparation and persistence. It reminds me of life with God. The wind is the primary source of how we move, and we need to read the wind. And yet, we can use the motor from time to time to be in concert with the wind. And the the motor, of course, for us would be experience, education, our gut. I love what St. Augustine said. He said, without God, we cannot, but without us, God will not. We need to know when to use the motor and when we need to hoist the sails and make ourselves accessible to the wind. The other thing that I found to be helpful was this idea of the doldrums. There's a race every year called the Vendi Globe. It's a sailboat race, single person sailboat race around the world. Now, in the north and the south, you uh, you get wind because of the heat and the cool that meet, right? Well, around the equatorial belt from the Tropic of Cancer to the Tropic of Capricorn, around the equator, it's hot all the time. And so what happens is you get what are called the doldrums. That is no wind. Now, there are some people when they go sailing on this years ago, when they would be stuck in the doldrums on this race and there would be no wind, sometimes for three weeks on end. And they would become so discouraged, they'd go crazy. They would literally lose their mind by themselves, no wind, three weeks, just sitting on their sailboat and nothing they could do about it. They found that there were some that would go crazy enough and they would give up all hope that they would jump overboard after losing their minds, pushing away from the sailboat and utterly, ultimately, ending their lives. It made me get chills. When I heard about this story, when the captain Jeff told us this, because there are many leaders right now that feel like they're in the doldrums. They feel like there's no wind. They're all by themselves. They feel like they're losing their minds. And I want to just encourage you leader, don't jump from the boat. Don't give up. Keep being faithful. And the last lesson that I learned that I want to pass on to you is, when, is actually learning how to sail. Jeff did a great job teaching me. On the first day, about two hours into our trip, Jeff looked over at me and he said, you ready to take the helm? Uh, Me? I thought, you you trust me to do that? I said, and he said, sure. So for a few hours, I was there at the helm, just going in a straight line, but he allowed me to be, be sailing the boat. It was pretty cool. But the next day, Jeff said he wanted me to learn how to sail, specifically how to sail in a circle, which is As he said, how you pass sailing 101 certification. If you can sail the sailboat in a complete circle based on the wind. Now, first, Jeff watched me carefully, or I watched Jeff carefully, I should say. I watched him. And as I did, I asked him lots of questions. He was very patient. Secondly, Jeff said, I want you to come. And as I watched, Jeff told me everything that he was doing and thinking before he made his next move in the circle. He was pointing out directional clues, giving me pointers, reminding me of what we just covered. Now, third, he said, now I want you at the helm and I'm going to sit next to you. And then he shouted out the commands aloud and shared what he was thinking as we were turning the boat in a circle. I was steering, but he was calling out the commands. Now, fourth, then he had me at the helm and he had me bark out the commands, but he said that he would only nod his head in agreement if I was doing it right or shake his head no if I had forgotten a step that he would remain quiet the whole time. Great job, he encouraged me. And I did it in a circle. In the future, he said, remember this one step. But other than that, you've got it. He was encouraging and reminding of the process. And finally, Jeff said to me, you're going to do one more circle. But this time, I'm going below deck to make myself a rum and coke. And now it's your turn to do it all by yourself. You've got this. He winked and headed back downstairs. And as I did this, I thought, can I do this really? And I remembered what Jeff taught me. And you know what? I did it. I did it. What a thrill. What a rush. Now, on an earlier episode, I shared a mental model from Dave Ferguson who helped start a faith movement called Exponential. And it goes like this. I do. You watch. We talk. I do. You help. We talk. You do. I help. We talk. You do. I watch. We talk. You do. Someone else watches if you want to go back and listen to it, that's on episode 128. And that's exactly the process that Jeff did with me. Jeff's a great teacher in addition to being a great sailor. And he worked the mental model of development to perfection. So leaders, I hope this has been helpful for you to listen and learn about some uh, sailing uh, lessons that actually tip over into life and leadership. And if you ever get a chance to go sailing, I would encourage you to do it. Well, thanks for listening today. This podcast is produced by Joel Limbowen, founder and owner of On A Limb Productions. You can check out his great work at onalimbproductions.com or check out the show notes for more information. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, your adrenal gland is shot. You're human, which means you need to rest. And sometimes we need to go into the no-wake zone. And in order to do that, we need to learn how to sail. Remember to teach others. Remember to know when to put your motor up and when to put up the sails. Sailing is a great way to experientially learn about leadership as you go. Have a great week.